Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. In this episode, I want to share with us a really big secret to happiness. But if we're able in this episode to understand this secret, it's going to have a transformational power on our lives. And I'm calling it a secret because very few people actually get this and live this way because we're taught the exact opposite. What do I mean? Well, beginning at a very young age and throughout our lives, we're taught that if we want to find happiness, then we have to have certain things happen. Call them goals, call them achievements, call them events that happen in our lives. But when we have these events happen, then we'll find happiness and we find them externally. We look for things to happen externally and then there's happiness. Let me use an example. When we're young, we're exposed to things like our friends and media and television and radio and podcasts. And all these external events say, if I get this present for my birthday or for Christmas or for Hanukkah, then I'm going to be happy. Things are going to be great. So we get all excited for those presents. And when those holidays come, we are excited for a little bit of time. But the problem with it is it doesn't last. We don't find permanent happiness. We find thrills. We find exciting things, but we're not permanently happy. As a matter of fact, we can be shocked by how quickly young kids, after they get their presents, get over it. I mean, they don't even care. It can be waiting for six months for something. They get it, and five, ten minutes later, they don't even care about the present anymore. Now, we may laugh at that, but did you know that we're not any different? It may last a little bit longer, but research has shown a thing called hedonic adaptation. I've talked about it before, but it's tied to the secret of of happiness. It is one of the secrets to happiness. What hedonic adaptation means is that whenever something new happens, something that we're looking forward to, kind of a hedonistic expectation, and we get that thing, say like a new car, we will like it at first, but very quickly we get adapted to it. So it's not a big deal anymore. We probably all know this. We got a new car, for example, or a new used car. And at first we were so thrilled, but very quickly we just get used to it. It doesn't add in any way to our happiness at all. It's just as the car we drive now. We may like it, but it doesn't make us happier at all. It's just now a tool. Well, Dr. Puff, you may be thinking, what about love? That's more abstract. That's more happiness, isn't it? And we all know the experience of perhaps meeting someone that we love so deeply, but it didn't it? change a bit with time. I mean, we may still love them, but it doesn't have that excitement or thrill anymore. It doesn't make us happier. We're glad that they're in our lives, but are we necessarily at our core happier because they're in our lives and permanently happier? Even with love, we adapt to it. And what happens is whatever level of happiness we were at prior to being in love, we're going to go to that level again. And it's not that we don't love them less. It's just the fact that we're not happier. We are the same person that we were prior to meeting them in regards to our level of happiness. Whatever we can come up with, a child, a new job, a career, an advancement, none of these things qualitatively affect our level of happiness. It's going to stay the same. However happy or unhappy we are, we're going to stay there throughout our lives. Nothing external is going to change that. If we get a PhD, if we get a mansion, if we lose someone that we love, if we get ill, whatever level of happiness we're at, it pretty much stays the same throughout our lives. And here's a really easy way to prove it. 
It's through you. What we can do is think about five, ten years ago, a goal that we had, something we so desperately wanted, and we got it. And now we have it. Maybe we've had it for a while. We've got our child. We got our home. We got the job we really wanted. We got our career. We got our degree. Whatever it may be, think about it and say, okay, I have that now. And then think about prior to not having it. Are we qualitatively happier? I mean, we may like it. We may not want to lose it. We may be very attached to it. But are we, throughout the day, qualitatively happier? The answer is going to be no. We like the things that we have, but we're not qualitatively happier. We can still be quite depressed if we're a depressed person. And if we're a happy person and bad things happen, we can still be quite a happy person. Here's another way to prove it. Think about what most people want. Now, this isn't what everyone wants, but what a lot of people want is they want money and they want fame. Those are two things that a lot of people want. Not everybody, I know that, but a lot of people do want that. And all we have to do is pick up People Magazine, because it's a good magazine in regards to its accurate and its information, and read the lives of people that are both famous and rich. And we can quickly see that, oh, they're really not happier. I mean, they have thrills. They have exciting things happen. But qualitatively happier? Not at all. And we know that because what happens with them is they, in their lives, reach some amazing goals. They affect a lot of people. But they often turn to drugs and alcohol because they want to be happier and they're not and they can't figure it out. They reach these goals that everyone's so proud of them about and they think, wow, you should be so happy. I should be so happy. And they're not. So they want to be happier. So they turn to drugs and alcohol. And so, so many of them end up in drug rehabs or alcohol rehabs or even commit suicide. I mean, my background is in math and physics. I really enjoy that area. So I've studied the lives of many physicists. I remember reading a biography on Albert Einstein once, and during the time where he developed the special and general theory of relativity, no one knew of him, and he worked as a patent clerk. So basically, he's filing new patents, a fairly mindless job, which he enjoyed. And yet, when he talks about his life, he said that was the best time of his life, not when he was world-renowned and known throughout the world and people just truly worshipped him, but that time when he was just a nobody working as a patent clerk, is when he enjoyed his life the most. So all the things that we work for externally really don't add to our happiness. And this is a really big secret to happiness. If that's true, if at some point you do believe me that no matter what we achieve, it's not going to make us happier, guess what? That's going to radically transform our lives because all of a sudden, All these things we're working towards so hard to achieve and change. And if only I get there, all is going to be great. If we realize it's not going to matter, we're going to be just as happy then as we are today. It's not going to change much at all. Then all of a sudden what's going to happen is we're going to say, okay, then what am I going to do today? Do I want to even work towards these goals? Or do I want to figure out ways to enjoy my life right now? Since if I achieve these goals, if I achieve these things, They're not going to make any difference in regard to my level of happiness. How am I going to live my life? That's the big secret. All of a sudden, with this new way of looking at the world, it's going to radically transform how we live our lives. Because instead of waiting until someday I'll, we start saying, this is it. I've got to stop waiting for someday I'll be happy. Happiness 
is going to be found in the here and now. And of course we can be happier, but it's never going to be found externally. And yet, unfortunately, probably 99.99% of our energy goes towards externalizing happiness, thinking if this happens or if that happens, then I'm going to be happier. And if we get it that that's not true, then all of a sudden we're going to say, what the heck am I doing with my life? What am I going to do today to be happier? And if I'm not going to be happier when I achieve these goals, do I want to even work towards them anymore? Are they even that important? If the answer is no, then we say, okay, then how am I going to live my life? This is a radical transformation in living if we get it. Now, mind you, of course we can have happier lives, but it's not through anything external. It's changing our hearts internally. That's what these over 100 episodes are all about, how to be happier, how to be more peaceful. And there are very specific things that we need to do. One of them is what I'm talking about today, realizing that externally working towards happiness is pointless. It's not going to work. It's not going to make any difference at all. So we take a deep breath and say, okay, then what am I going to do? Well, simply by letting go of all that energy towards externalizing happiness, we start saying, okay, I do want to be happier. And I am going to begin to work on changing my heart and the way I see the world. And what I'm not going to do is spend so much energy externally thinking this is going to make any difference. Mind you, there's nothing wrong with working towards goals. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have front row seats at your favorite sporting event. Nothing wrong with wanting to go traveling the world. There's nothing wrong with wanting to retire and have more free time. But in and of themselves, they're not going to make any difference in regard to your happiness. They will be thrills, but they won't make you happier. I remember once, not too long ago, I was flying and they were calling people for their seats in the plane. And of course, first they called business and first class. And there was a man there who had a very happy spirit to him, just an overall good guy. You could tell he was really enjoying life. And he loudly spoke out and said, someday I'm going to fly first class and it's going to be great. And guess what? If he does someday make it to first class, he will enjoy it. But what he doesn't realize, he's going to enjoy it because he's already enjoying life. If he had clearly looked at the people who were in first class, he would have seen a lot of people that weren't very happy. Now, mind you, flying first class doesn't make you unhappy. It's just the fact that in order to make that money to fly first class, sometimes people have to work really hard and they're not enjoying life. And so, yes, they get to fly first class and people look up to them, perhaps, but they're not enjoying life because it doesn't work. If they're going to be happy, they got to be happy flying coach or driving the car. That's what makes a person happy. Not the events. It's an internal job, not the external that makes us happy. That's the secret to happiness. We have to work on it internally. Externally is not going to make any difference. And yet, and yet, almost all of our energy goes towards external happiness. If this happens, if that happens, if I can come home and have a bottle of wine, whatever it may be, if I can reach this goal, if I can get this degree, if I can find my spouse, if I can get this job, if I can retire, on and on and on it goes. All those things we put our energy towards and saying, they'll make us happy. And they don't. They don't make any difference. So if we get this secret, then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we're going to see the world very differently. And then as we lead our lives, 
we're going to say, okay, I got to stop saying when this happens, I'm going to be happier. I just need to be happier now, right now, and work on improving that level of internal happiness and realizing whatever I'm working towards, it's not a problem to work towards it, but I have to disabuse myself of the fact that if I reach this goal, I'm going to be happier. I may experience thrills along the way, but I'm sure not going to be happier. I mean, the most thrilling life would be a form of heroinism or crack. Those people have very thrilling lives. That's why they do the drug. But none of us want to be addicts. But are we any different? Are we just addicted to coming home and having our five beers or a glass of wine? Are we addicted to retirement? That someday I'll reach retirement. Are we addicted to our vacations? That we're going to go on vacation and everything's going to be great for those two weeks while we kill ourselves the other 50 weeks of the year. On and on it goes. Nothing externally will make a difference. So, given that, then we can say, what am I doing? And what am I going to do right now to be happier? And here's another thing that it will do. One last thing. All of a sudden it says, oh, that means that if something changes and I lose my health, if something changes and I can't go on vacation, if something changes and I lose my spouse or whatever it may be, we can still be just as happy. The negatives of life too don't bring us down as much as the positive of lives don't bring us up. We are happy internally, externally, nothing can ultimately affect that. And we know that we've done studies on people that have broken their backs or are in wheelchairs now for the rest of their lives and their level of happiness returns to what it was prior to breaking their back. Similarly, people that win the lotto within a few months go back to their level of happiness prior to winning the lotto. So the big secret here is we got to stop expecting externally to find happiness and realizing it will never work. Given that, good. Now all of a sudden we can say, well, then how am I going to live my life? And no matter what I'm doing, of course I can make improvements. Of course we can. I get that. But no matter what I'm doing, my level of happiness in the long run is not going to improve unless I change it internally. Externally, it's not going to make any difference. And that, mind you, is a radical way to see life because people don't see it that way. They really do believe, for the most part, that if I have this thing happen, I'm going to be happier. It starts very young with young kids. And it never goes away unless we radically work towards changing it. And when we decide to change it, that's going to change us. And we will then begin to find more happiness in our life. Thank you again for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. As always, if you are enjoying this podcast, just go to happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. You'll see a testimonial button there. Just click on it, follow it through, and it will leave you three places where you can leave reviews. Until next time, accept what is, love what is. You've seen it for yourself. Maybe you've even felt it as you walked into your company's office today. You can tell that your employees are gloomy, discontent, and just plain unhappy and it's affecting your business. Sales are gradually slipping, expenses are rising, and profits are sliding away. As a result, your vision as CEO is undermined, your system is frustrated, and it's leaving your customers wondering what's going on. 
The worst part is the fun that you used to have running your company is rapidly fading. It makes sense, and it's not your fault. Dr. Robert Puff has seen the same cycle of negativity throughout his 30 years of psychology. He's tackled the true causes of unhappiness and has helped people improve their lives in important ways with simple solutions. And he's ready to bring those solutions to your company. Dr. Puff's custom workshops quickly target the root problems of your team's negativity, and his proven techniques create a catalyst for positive change in their attitudes. After attending one of Dr. Puff's workshops, people have said they feel a massive weight has been lifted from their shoulders. He presents a fascinating three-hour seminar to your employees that helps them find true happiness in life and at work. And he's willing to present it twice in one day to reach more of your people. And they're left with exercises they can do to keep their positive energy and happiness at full tilt. A happy company is a successful one. Contact Dr. Puff today to discuss your company, your challenges, and the solutions that can make the difference. 714-337-4889 or email drpuff at cox.net. That's 714-337-4889 or drpuff at cox.net.